Today's verse is Romans 6, 7. For one who has died has been set free from sin. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. This verse 7 is uh, this is sort of like the culmination of um, the, the, the big, like, I don't know. Paul's building to something. I think this is the thing he's, he is building to at least the, the interim thing he's building to. So in this section, Paul's trying to say that we have died to sin, that believers have, have died to sin and are now alive to God. And we're about halfway through that section. And I think this is like the, you know, the first, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is the first of two, um, like big conclusion points that he's going to use this and say we're dead to sin, and then maybe he's going to transition and say that we're alive to God. Well, you'll have to listen to find out. But uh, I think this is the, the culminating point in saying, for one who has died has been set free from sin. Um, that's sort of like the cleanest way that you can say all the things that he's said leading up to this, um, which is, which is you know, we're, we're, we have died with Christ. He talks about the, you know, how when we're baptized, we're, you know, we go under, and then he broadens that out to say that we're united with him in a death like this. So I think we're all, it's all building up to this. So for, for one who has died has been set free from sin. And this is, this is, it, it, this is interesting because I think um, this is a point worth sort of meditating on. This concept that we have our, our old selves, the old man, as, as um, we can um, translate old self to the old man has died. The old man within us has died. The old, uh, the old person under sin, um, the person in the, in the way of Adam has, has died. That, that person is gone and, and it is now, it is now us. It is now the, the believer who seeks, um, seeks God's will first. Um, the way, one way to think about this is, is the way Timothy Keller puts it. He says the the old self is gone. The old ego um, is gone, and he says the the um, the way the way to think about this is um, while while sin remains in me with a lot of strength, it no longer controls my personality and my life. It is still able to lead me to disobey God, but now sinful behavior goes against my deepest self understanding. He says this, when a non-Christian sins, they are acting in accord with their identity, with who they are. Why wouldn't they sin? But when someone is united to Christ, everything changes because who they are changes. There is a new me. When a Christian sins, they are acting against their identity. Why would they sin? Therefore, if I sin, it is because I do not realize who I am. I've forgotten what has been done for me in Christ? Um, that is a that is a point worth worth meditating on for a couple of reasons. First, um, first realizing that that us Christians, first of all, we 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 need to turn away from our old, from our old selves. The struggle that is there, that uh, you know, guerrilla army in the in the in the in the jungle. Um, still trying to wreak havoc. We need to turn away from that. We need to be serious about dying to sin. It's it's not who we are anymore. 
Um, and so that's, we need to, we need to push that away. But the other one is that we need to forgive ourselves for what we've done. Um, and a point I want to make on, on that front is, is forgive ourselves and, and not let that hold us, hold us back. Um, and the point I want to make on that front, you know, I was playing around, um, I was playing around last night with chat GPT. Um, I think most people know what chat GPT is these days, but, um, it's the, it's this like artificial intelligence program where you can, um, you can ask it a, a question and it can, you know, you can talk with it like a, you know, it's, you can talk with it like you're, like you're talking, like you're texting and it'll give you all this information. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a pretty amazing tool. Um, so I was playing with ChatGPT last night and I put in, you know, today's verse and said, you know, tell me, tell me about the verse and tell me if there's anything interesting about it. And it popped up with all of these people who, um, it popped up with all these people who have, have been struck by the, uh, the point that, that Paul makes in the early parts of chapter six, culminating in verse seven here. Um, and you know, one, I'll just give a few examples, you know, Martin, Martin Luther, um, was struggling. Um, Martin Luther was struggling with, with, with who he was. He was, um, he was struggling with the, he was tormented by his, uh, his sense of sin. He was tormented by his unworthiness. He didn't understand how, um, he didn't understand how he was, uh, good enough to be holy. He didn't understand how he was good enough to, to, to be someone that God would seek. And, uh, and according to a bunch of books, he, uh, he, um, he found his peace in uh, Romans six, and he he found his peace in this in this uh, sense that that once you are alive to God, you've also died to sin, and that when you um, when you can and and that, and that that lets you break free from who you are in the past, and that God forgives you for for, for who you are in the past. Uh, and as we all know, Martin Luther then went on to spark, um, you know, spark this, um, the, the Protestant, uh, revolution. And, uh, he, 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 it led him to realize that the way the Catholic church was thinking about things was, was, was wrong. And, and he, you know, it sparked this great, amazing thing. And, and he, um, you know, he became this person who's changed faith for all of us. We're, we are, um, for those of you who are listening and Protestant, like we, we are who we are because of, you know, what, what Martin, Martin Luther did. Um, we're standing on the shoulders of people like Paul and, and, and Martin Luther because of these words. Um, I don't know. There's something cool about that. Um, another one that, that struck me was Augustine. Um, you know, we, we talked about Augustine a, a few days ago when I read in my, um, in my book about how his, his mom was, praying for him. And he, he turned, um, he, he turned, he was, he was, you know, running away from God and eventually he turned and, and it's apparently it was Romans six that, 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 um, helped him get there. Uh, apparently he wrote in his confessions, I, I seized it eagerly, op- eagerly opened it and in silence, uh, 
read the paragraph on which my eyes first fell, not in, in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Um, you know, what, what Augustine was doing, um, what Augustine was doing was, was, um, searching, uh, searching for something and he was searching. He thought he was going to find it away from God. And when he read, apparently when he read Romans six, that helped that, that made things click for him is that the thing that he was searching for was, was God. Um, and that God was, um, God was there ready to forgive him of his drunkenness and, um, lustful ways. Uh, and he's there to forgive you as well. So that is, um, that is Romans six, seven, uh, tomorrow we're, um, tomorrow's verse starts with the word now, which means we're, you know, sort of transitioning a little bit. So, uh, come back and listen to, uh, that, uh, devotion tomorrow. Uh, but I appreciate you listening. Um, have a great day.